I just really like the music. Got it. <laughs> oh, you flipped it. it? Yeah. Well, I mean, every now and again, I flip it for See, fun. See, I've only been on one on other one. You know. Yeah. Some days I do it. Some days I don't. See, I've only been on one other one. I sat right there, and everybody got mad at me for not flipping the thing. Well, yeah, it's because you're a terrible failure, That's actually. Fair. Okay. Well, we, we cool. did fail to tell him up. that that was his job. Okay, well, there's failure to go all around. Welcome to the patch. <laughs> uh, brought to you today of, by Movement Watches. Speaking of failures, yeah. how are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're here to talk about video games, as per usual. Joining us this week is... Ashley. Matt. Matt who? Bragg. Okay, there you go. There you and go. Ryan Haywood. <laughs> we're, I don't need <laughs> a last name. I'm just like Cher there or Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Are we going to talk about anything this episode besides Pokemon? I got a lot I more things not. to talk about because I have nothing interesting to say about Pokemon. <laughs> well, we have a lot of interesting stuff to say about Pokemon. It's Specifically like how it launched without working multiplayer. Can you believe it? You're yeah, we're just talking about Watch Dogs, Dogs now, aren't we? Yeah. Right. Watch Dogs. <laughs> nice yeah. segue. Or how it just got a special accessory that sold out immediately to make it wireless. It's, uh, it's a vibe. Oh, that's, okay. That's, so you got me complete with that one. I had no idea what you were talking about there. Yeah, I, for a second I was trying to figure out how that applied to the NES Classic, which just <laughs> sold out of me. Well, your wireless NES controllers, invented back in 1980, obviously. Yes, of course. Work totally fine now using, with the, the uh, brand new console. Have you got to play with your little uh, new yeah. device? Your yeah, new we, um, we pulled the NES Classic out uh, on the Extra Life stream mm -hmm. and hooked it up. It's actually really convenient. So uh, Nintendo sent us one. Uh, you know, we, we didn't manage to get one at the store. We just got lucky. Uh, it came in a box and we went, oh, this is very exciting. Um, and then that was about the extent of it. I didn't realize it was going to be in such short supply that it was going to be this hot commodity. Unless you're in Portugal. Unless you're in Portugal. But we, uh, yeah, so on the extra live stream, we pulled it out, hooked it up. It's really pretty cool. It does not have the, of course, the classic input, but you can get a, um, uh, a little dongle that will... Um, switch it so you can use an old NES controller with it, like an actual classic one, which is actually oh, yeah. pretty awesome. Because the, the input is just a little bit different. It's actually the same input as uh, the Wii. Okay. Oh, that's it's, what it's, that a, wired it's a little was. bit C-shaped. Yeah. So we can actually hook up. I think the Wii the, had a wired controller? It, well, it didn't have a wired controller. You're talking about like I'm, the nunchuck plug-in? Yes. Yeah. Oh. That kind of so thing. it's got that like that little, little sort dude. of C thing. But then there was also the, the, it's the same input as I believe the Wii U. Um, the Wii U, like, there's, like, a classic controller that you can hook up. Sure. Uh, and we, I mean, that's, it's got to be one of the two, because we have one of those yeah. controllers in the house, mm -hmm. and it hooks into the NES Mini. Uh, but I, I didn't look at it closely enough to figure out if it was a Wii Classic controller or Wii U, or if there's a difference. Because I know you can use so many of Nintendo's accessories interchangeably among the consoles. It's weird, like, you even now can use, like, a 3DS as a controller on the, the Wii U and shit like that. It's pretty so cool. It's, it's crazy. How Does that have to go through that. an adapter? <laughs> yeah, the, the air actually adapts to it while oh, it's you're... Yeah, wireless, it's, it's all okay. wireless and stuff like that. I always... One well, of I just discovered I, the Wii or the Wii U apparently had a plug-in <laughs> somewhere. Uh, one of the things that I really always loved, too, was... Um, did either of you guys ever use the Game Boy with the Link cable with the GameCube? I did. To the GameCube? I yeah. Had, so I had like a GB original, uh, and I had uh, a link cable that could link it to another one, and you could play Tetris. There's a special link cable that would um, that would attach to the GameCube as uh -huh. well, and there were, as I recall, there were only two games that ever supported it, which made it kind of a BS investment, because every cable was like 20 bucks, 
and they were not cheap at the time no i remember like young matt scrounging the streets for cans <laughs> to get like nickels to go buy like two or three so he could play with his friends wait and like none of them like legitimately to yeah you, you, you went and like well, did can recycling and stuff yes well because my grandmother we had we have like a heating and air business and all the people would drink sodas and throw them in like a bin and then she's like yeah you can recycle cans and i was like the, the whole streets they're littered with nickels i can do anything <laughs> there's money money yeah, everywhere exactly. so I, like, streets. I looked around for it and i you know i could afford one game boy cable after like two months honestly good money for a kid well yeah. okay maybe not that good of money for a kid but well, i mean you know yeah. nickel at I mean, a time cleaning up the earth getting little cables not, yeah it's it's not bad when you think about it except for the fact that like when you get first start, you're excited about it. Then when you get done, you're like, man, I'm fucking tired. I don't care. I don't want to do I this just, anymore. just ruined my life for this cable. <laughs> and no one will play with it. I'm going to go ride my bike. Yeah, that's what you eventually default to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I ended up, so I had a couple of good friends and we all played together. We all made the investment. We all had a Game Boy, which is, a, you know, yet another than super expensive investment yeah. to get. Uh, and we could play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And we could play Zelda Four Swords. You that could, was like that was all that those cables were ever good for. You could play Pokemon Coliseum too, just to get your Pokemon on Pokemon Coliseum. And then after that, it was like this is useless. I don't care about it anymore. <laughs> and I think you could use like the Tingle Tuner in Wind Waker if you had like a little sibling that you wanted to include what in your is single the player Tingle game. Tuner. So. <laughs> Well, Ryan, when, <laughs> a, when a man and a console love each other very, very <laughs> this sounds much. sounds like something that needs to be on a registry somewhere. <laughs> Do you own a Tingle Tuner? <laughs> Sign here. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you could, like, plug it into Wind Waker, and uh, if you had a lot of money in Wind Waker... You could have like your friend throw bombs and stuff like that, and they're like little quests that you could do with Tingle involved to to help you out. I don't know. I never really did all of them, but so that was, I like one of the other uses for. There that were thing. apparently a few more than I realized because I didn't know about that, but I also didn't know. Um, uh, it's me, people six nine four on Twitter says um, they used to play their Game Boy Advance, uh, plug it into the GameCube to play a Pac Man game. Then the controllers were ghosts, and the Game Boy is the Pac Man. So you could have like your you could have like one Pac-Man and you'd have the people with controllers playing as the ghosts. That's so pretty cool. It was yeah. you know it was I think really one of the first examples of that sort of asymmetrical kind of multiplayer. Mm-hmm. One of the things I loved too about um, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Honestly, I would love to play a new version of that, but I don't think it did well enough on account of the minimum eighty dollar sort of uh-huh. investment to get a bunch of people going. Is um, everyone had a different map. That was what your Game Boy screen would do. You'd have someone with a monster map uh, that would show like where the monsters were. Someone had a treasure map. Someone had a level map. And then I think the fourth person would have uh, like the monster info. So whenever you're in a fight, it would have information on like what the monster was strong against or not. And it was cool too because you would uh, cast spells with timing. Mm-hmm. So uh, whereas you know you'd have the classic Final Fantasy stuff like you know Fire, Fira, Firaga, and uh, and in order to cast the stronger ones, you'd have to time spell execution among the, the players. So, so by it the might end be of like, it, you just hated everyone. That so it might be like with. one, two, beat, and then a third one. Or something like they, you know, they had these different patterns that you would do mm-hmm. to cast the different strengths of spells. And so it was very cool that, you know, you had to work really closely together. It was, you know, honestly, that's the sort of thing that Nintendo always says that they want to do as much of as possible. And uh, if they really mean that, then I think we need more Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles games. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch. But stand, all right. stand behind your word, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, it's great because after your friends like screw it up so many times, you got this handy twenty dollar cord to just strangle them with. Like, <laughs> exactly. How dare you? <laughs> exactly. You can cooperate, and then you you you've got a garret ready to go. Yeah, right in the way. <laughs> How does it feel to get strangled by four hundred cans? <laughs> Not fun. <laughs> Not um, but uh, you know, I know that they've moved and everything is like online now. I still think that Nintendo friend codes are not the way to go, and I hope that that's something they re-examine with Switches. Just the entire way Nintendo accounts are set up, it Wii U was like they're kind of going that it's way. A real Wii U was right kind now, of an right? improvement. How like it, yeah. a little bit? The the fact that like you could have an account. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is a, a good. Is that's a start. in the right direction. Um, it's that's not tied start, to the hardware. But have you ever had to try and recover your Wii U account? Oh God, no. Okay. No, so, I've got I've got a Wii U that I don't dare get rid of because I you know I, you're screwed. Well, from what I understand. My f- original Wii U just died. It like completely just kicked the bucket. And what you have to do to get it back, if you can't turn it on at all, you have to like call a number, wait like half an hour for someone to answer you, tell them the problem, wait another half an hour for them to figure out what to do about the problem, and then you have to give them like 18 different security questions that aren't like Things you've answered, they're normally like, what did you buy six months ago? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Mario sounds about right. And then they're like, yeah, okay. Wrong. That's <laughs> wrong. No. <laughs> Close enough. How do you feel about your mother? <laughs> Not great. Mm, I don't know. Your Wii U says you do, though. <laughs> yeah, your, your Wii and her Wii get <laughs> yeah, along. Just, yeah, I mean, they're constantly hanging out. They and make a great team in Mario Tennis. <laughs> Why is it so hard for them to get on board with a unified account? I don't know. Yeah, and like, no, even Sony, honestly, has only really gotten that together in the last couple of years. And to be fair, Sony is now doing great. Honestly, the second they introduced PlayStation Plus, I think, frankly, the the subscription services, like they do pay for a lot of infrastructure and they're able to support an awful lot more uh, and getting people into that service and using it, which the the free games every month were huge for doing that. But mm-hmm, even true. even Sony was a couple years, I felt, behind Xbox Live. Remember, like, even oh, PS2 yeah. after Xbox Live had launched and it was this sort of unified online platform and PS2 was still, the games were run by the individual publishers, like the servers and everything, and the multiplayer was free, which is really, really great until it's all super shitty and then they go down and, you, you know, you you have to have a different account for this game than this game than this game and your friends list are then totally separate and it was just sort of a hassle and so and nintendo is even way behind that so at best we can get that new system with switch at best do you feel like publishers are dragging us back in time to that era again with having all of this outside requirements like you have to if you're playing a Ubisoft game, you need to sign up to Ubisoft Club. If you're playing uh, like Civilization, you have to s- sign up for a 2K account to have cloud saves. Are we being dragged backwards by publishers I to try and keep I think the publishers are trying to make that happen, mm-hmm. for sure. Because I think um, a lot of companies now understand the value of a user base. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you look at, uh, like, let's say WhatsApp that sold for, what was it, $19 billion dollars? Uh, or that's like it was worth that or it was acquired for no, that. I'll look least. it up exactly. Yeah, but, around, I don't know, um, but I'm it just going to go with that. Sure. Ridiculous. <laughs> and it's a shitty messaging app for mobile. The only reason it was worth anything was because it had an enormous user base. Internationally, it's yeah. got a long history as one of the only best messaging platforms that used Wi-Fi instead of text messaging. So especially in regions where it 
like cost you 25 cents per text, people just use that instead. So it has, you know, hundreds of millions, I don't know, fuck it, I, let's just be, make totally baseless claims and say it's got a billion people. It's got a huge yeah. user base, Absolutely. Huge user which base. is at the moment that's what the value under is. monetized, is how they would probably look at it, right? Yes. Because it's not, uh, it, even like Twitter isn't making yeah, money, I right? I don't think so. They're uh, desperately trying to sell themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So these these large social apps that have incredible market saturation but have no way to turn that into money. And yet people buy them. They buy that company for billions of dollars. Oh, absolutely. Just and the user base, like like you said. Absolutely, because people see all these people there flocking to one specific little area and then they see money there but they just don't really know how to get it, I guess. Well, how has Ubisoft figured this out but Nintendo hasn't? Like your Ubisoft account can hop between consoles, it can hop between... Uh, systems. But well, Nintendo also yeah. has a very traditional Japanese approach to a lot of that stuff, though. So they may be changing that, but for them it's a slower process because once they've established a system for their platform, it's very, very difficult to change it. Well, and that's kind of the other thing. Like, Nintendo already, they get you by making you buy the console. That's like you, that's your their membership, user base. kind of. So it's like you're already in at that point. They don't care what the fuck happens to you after that. <laughs> yeah, you're there. We have your money. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're trapped yeah. with us now. Look on the bright side. You have to keep it. You can't change yeah. it. Yeah, well, you're that's trapped on that console now. 100% though. That's terrible, true. though. With that, a company that's constantly iterating their mobile hardware... It's true. They so they've made some improvements in the last couple of years, largely with um, I would say the 3DS is an example uh, mm -hmm. because you can have the same Nintendo account that works on Wii U, also works on 3DS. For a long time, they actually had a limit as to how many times you could transfer your ownership and your license from one. 3DS to another. There was a limit of, I think it was five over five years. That's still a thing. They, what? That's still a thing. Last time I had to do it with my Wii U, at least, because that was like, I had to call them and be like, I need to transfer all my licenses to this new Wii U, which they were basically like, okay, two weeks from now, you can use that Wii U. And I'm like, that's great. I don't want to do that. Two Wait, weeks what? from now? It took, it took them two weeks to transfer it. So like, basically, somewhere in the back, there's a single guy that just runs yeah, grabbing codes. Just like, this one can go to this new Wii U now. And like basically what it was was they had to unlink my account from my broken Wii U. And then I had to wait for however long to just start up my new one. You know what? I'll bet there are some faxes involved. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got a page. <laughs> Sorry, the fax is down. I, just, I can't yeah. get your code all the way over there. Sorry, man. They uh, used a rotary phone to dial somebody. <laughs> Um, uh, Mr. Miyamoto, uh, can, can you hear me? <laughs> Is it okay, sir? Uh, yeah. Sure. 3DS, Go 3DS for it. they at least dropped that limit, and it's an automated process now. My hope mm. is that they're learning from a lot of the 3DS stuff to apply forward, but there are still shortcomings. For example, the 3DS, you can only have one user account per 3DS. So, you know, if, if I wanted to share my 3DS with one of the boys, not that I ever would, but if I was that kind of sharing person, <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> You know, and for games like uh, like Pokemon, where you can't have multiple saves, that is an issue. Do you yeah. think this is in some ways maybe a reaction? Like, if you look at historically how Nintendo developed, they went from what was basically a cartridge-based games, uh, which were very shareable and very easy to uh, establish rental businesses on, uh, to this more of a digital distribution. Not that they still can't have discs, but uh, do you think maybe in some ways losing out on the revenue that renting and sharing uh, cost them earlier on caused them to go to a more restrictive architecture? Maybe, but mm. I think it's also just, it's very in line with how Nintendo approaches the protection of their properties. It's 
you know, also with their their let's play monetization, it's that same sort of like revenue reclaiming to some degree. Um, they like things locked down so that no one can do something without them having to give you a thumbs up, basically. Mm. Uh, and my hope is that that will change. Yeah. You know, I'm you know, I'm I'm basing that off really just the way the rest of the industry is going. I can't guarantee that Nintendo will follow suit because they've always played by their own rules. But at the very least, it would be nice to have multiple Nintendo accounts and to be able to log on and off and base everything around your account rather than locking stuff to specific hardware, well, in sure, my opinion. I'm sure it's because they're like worried about piracy and stuff like that, right? Because like that, I think, was their excuse before. was just like, yeah, no, if you have like multiple accounts, you can just share games. No, don't do that. Well, speaking of part, what? I just got the best slack from one of our editors, Neil. He said, hey, Ryan, can you explain the... Jeffrey joke. <laughs> you guys have been saying Jeff's name weird for weeks, and I guess it's a reference to a video we haven't released yet. Yes, it is, Neil, if you're watching. It's a reference to 100-foot robot golf. Because they right. have a character named Jeffrey, and it says, Jeffrey, whenever you select this character. Sorry, not to interrupt. I just yeah. thought that was funny. We've actually confused our own editing team. So God help you, anybody well that watches our content. Um, the thing about the flustered. way... Yes. The thing that's kind of funny though about Nintendo's approach and they're protecting their stuff is it's not actually, well, you know what? It might be working on piracy because we, and we just recorded a news read about this, is so Sun and Moon uh, got- Good games. Yes, good yeah. games. Born into this uh, land of user protection, bad user experience, <laughs> and deceit that is Nintendo. Right. Sun and Look, Moon came to you. Th they, will they will break through it, Ryan, and be <laughs> way worth it, I promise. Um, but they, uh, it Break got pirated already. The game's not even out yet. But as of last week, there were uh, were leaked ROMs of it floating around the internet. And so, I had to ask someone because I, I I'm always confused about how something like 3DS piracy would even work. I assumed you had to crack your entire 3DS. But I guess you get this mock cartridge that has a micro SD slot and it pretends it spoofs itself as another game and then can like load stuff up. So you have to pay money for. Yeah. The, for the fake cartridge and all that stuff in order to then steal games. But it could be multiple games, right? Or true. is it locked to one? That doesn't make it not ironic. It, well, yes. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, I can buy this one thing and have all the world until they shut me down. Right up until Nintendo shuts you down. Mm. And that's what's happened now is Nintendo essentially bricked through the 3DSs of people who have played the, this pirated version of Sun and Moon and connected to their online services. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like people get really bold with that, right? I guess they think I already broke through once. They're not going to care. They're not going to catch me. Is this or, I, okay. I don't even Who know cares? that it's. I don't even know that it's that much cleverness going on. So much as not even thinking about it. They're just yeah. like connecting to the internet because they want to connect with friends. But the thing is about like those walled gardens. Everything goes through Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And so they um, they've shut down all those 3DSs because they're violating terms of service by using pirated games on the system, which they clearly don't allow. Which means no access to the eShop. So if they had uh, digital games purchased on that system, they can't yeah, access the eShop to to download anything, nothing. And I don't know that we've heard anything about it yet, but I'm very curious to see if there will be any further reaching consequences for their Nintendo account because everyone who has a 3DS. Has it has it linked to a Nintendo account, and you could theoretically then lock them out of their Wii U. You could, if they don't change the system too much, they could keep them from doing anything on Switch. Nintendo could seriously fuck up your day. It's true. I guess you, mm -hmm. you could always just create a new Nintendo account, but yeah, you'd lose access to all your purchases. The other, well, there's kind of an interesting privacy issue here, though, right? So uh, I assume that is there. Well. <laughs> 
I mean, there may be. Uh, so accessing online services, uh, I, I'm not 100% sure. Have you, have you guys played the game at all yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is there, there's integration inside the game to give you access to things online, or is it a pretty much offline experience? It's, it, so the, the game in its, in its mm -hmm. normal everyday form plays offline, but you can go into a, a plaza where you connect to other people, okay. and that's where you can battle other people and trade Pokemon and do all that sort of stuff. So yeah. um, you have to go into a thing like into a specific part of the game to uh -huh. activate and use the online services. You can okay, so as long as you don't do it. that yeah. with the game, they probably haven't caught you. Theoretically. Because <laughs> if they were catching people that had not actually used the in-game online services, then that's an interesting question of how much should Nintendo be able to look at your history, Well, Nintendo's, which is totally normal, Nintendo by the way. did issue a statement. Um, they, they were... They said, yeah, we absolutely shut those down. And they said mm -hmm. because they had used... Um, they'd used illegitimate software and accessed Nintendo's online systems. And that was a violation of their 3D ter 3DS terms of services, so they shut those 3DSs down. It's incredibly common nowadays. I mean, pretty much every device, every service you connect to connects some user data, whether you like it or not. Even if you opt mm -hmm. out of it, they're still taking bits and pieces of it. And so, it's, it, I mean, who really cares when it comes to your, unless you're going to pirate a game? Yeah. Uh, if, who really cares if they, they watch what you're playing? It's just kind of a weird feeling to know that more of that nanny stuff is happening where there's someone out there paying attention I mean, right? to the Nintendo, thing. Nintendo just wants to watch and make sure you raise the best Pokemon you can. All right? That's all they care about. Isn't that a game about sure. you're, you're grabbing semi-sentient beings and putting them in balls and They're pressing them into service, right? Exactly. Semi, oh, okay. Semi They're not completely So there. if it learns a second word, is then it bad <laughs> to put it in the ball? Or? They have affection. They learn new yeah, things. They're exactly. sentient. It, it's, they're, well, but they're your they're partner. My, they're your they, they want to do it for you. Do they want to live in the ball? Is they, it nice in there? From my understanding, some stuff in the game made me believe they don't know they're in the ball for an extended what? amount of time. <laughs> it's like... It's kind of like... Think of it as a pocket dimension um, because it's supposed to be like a paradise in the Where head. you yeah. banish them it when they're no, inconvenient? Sure, well, the, way, sure. the way one guy in the this game described horrific. it where he was like, yeah, when you put them in the computer, where do they go? It's, it must just be like time travel because they just come out and it's like nothing happened. And I'm like, would they want to be wow, like that... caught up on what happened? Like, well, yeah. I, wait a minute. I was just that's, fighting that other thing. Why am I here? To do. He had to be like, I had to explain to my Pikachu. Like I did this. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not in the game. What if the, what if the it, Pokemon but... doesn't even like you anymore? What if you've grown <laughs> apart in the no. time where it's been frozen in but time? In the time it's frozen in time, it nothing happened to it. it as long as you were nice yeah, to it before you put it in there. To you? Well, I mean, you might not like it, but it might still like you. Until it learns who you are now. <laughs> I've seen what you did. <laughs> you were Plus terrible. Plus, you only while get it out there. to fight other Pokemon. Yeah, but they like to. that. That's true. Some of them do like it, but also you can take care of them and do little fun like you can pet, pet them stuff, and, and you can feed them. You can feed them magic jelly bean candies. Yeah, they do. They like those jelly beans. So basically, you're giving them a high fructose corn syrup <laughs> diet, and then only bringing them out to fight their kind. Absolutely, you, you can. You can comb them too. All of this sounds horrific. Oh, yeah, good. Groom them up real nice before you put them on the can, battle floor. You can use a brush to brush the sand off them, yeah. or you know, sometimes they have tangles and they need to be combed. And, you got a hair Or dryer. sometimes, yeah, if they're yeah. wet, you use a little hair dryer on them to dry them off. Is this Pokemon or My Little Pony? Little both. Little both, yeah. <laughs> my Little Pokemon. And you yeah. both play this as oh, adults. Yeah. So, I love it. Um, it's great. <laughs> I I didn't play. Pokemon when I was little I always felt like that was something I missed my little brother he was I think just that perfect age it was Pogs and Pokemon also my parents did give me a Game Boy they got him a Game Boy oh 
which I always thought was pretty fucked up. But moving right along. <laughs> and you clubbed him in the shins and took it. I borrowed it on occasion. <laughs> I was the biggest sister. It was my right. And then his um, Pokemon loved you more than him, right? Well, I'm not going to go that far. Okay. Um, You're not heartless. <laughs> you? <laughs> because I thought I'd kind of missed it. Um, you know, and it's, you know, you get to a point where you're just like, uh, it's a, I'm a rebellious teenager. I'm too old for stupid Pokemons anyway. I'll um, get there one day. I'm busy like <laughs> playing my smart puzzle games and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so I like I just accepted that that was a thing that I missed. I did not expect it to be you know as long running a franchise. And so um, the first one that I made a conscious effort to get into because this is clearly a phenomenon i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a go again was pokemon x so not that long ago uh and i didn't make it that far mm -hmm. i played it for a little bit and immediately realized oh it's kind of a rock paper scissors sort of i mean yes yeah, okay it, there well, are okay so there's 18 types of rocks though, papers and scissors and pet yes. them and blow dry them it's true between them fighting each other to the death for I mean, your pleasure. You can't do that with rocks, paper, or scissors. That's true. Except for Remember rock that time rock shit. beat scissors to pieces? <laughs> Brutally? Just <laughs> yes. At least there's no death. They just pass out. And then you take them to the lady and she makes them better. So, can we talk about the hyper attacks and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... There's no passing out from a hyper attack in that game, right? Like, I had one that shot a fire thing, blew up the surrounding area, and then in the middle of it, there's like a fish, and he's like, I'm, o I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, I'll see. Uh, here. Here is Nerdtron JJ. Um, I'm going to send this to broadcast. He sent us a nice little illustration of uh, what it looks like for... No, hold on. I can do this. I can send links. You do it. To, I, I look, I can multitask. This is no problem at all. Um, what it looks like for a Pokemon when they're in their little Pokeball. Oh, we get to see the inside? Well, I mean, it's an artistic rendition from of their prison fans and stuff. Cell. But it's them just like <laughs> chilling. Think of it less as a prison cell and more as a man cave. But for you know, Pokemon. there's another they're kind of creature that like, lives <sighs> in a small little thing like that. And it's called a genie. They're always trying to get out. Yeah, but they grant you wishes. They're See, never happy about being look, in there, are doesn't they? Doesn't look like he's having a good time. Look, he's got his GameCube, but he's got link cables, and I'll bet they didn't cost him <laughs> 20 bucks. But he can't ever have friends come over. That's true. He can never use them. Well. Maybe they're all linked by Pokeball Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's a virtual network. Um, you know what? It all, it's fine. This is fine. <laughs> All right. I am I for know. what it's worth though, I really am enjoying Sun and Moon. So X like I, I initially wrote it off as being like, Oh, it's just a rock, paper, scissors thing. Mm -hmm. I realize that is an oversimplification, um, and that there's there's a lot more to it. Uh, but it's just when it, slightly more complex. It's not like that much Well it's like, you like know, sometimes there's you have like a hyper eighteen rock. typings <laughs> and and such and there's the um, you know, there's the like choosing which moves to keep and not keep yeah. and all that. So that like sometimes the paper is super effective. <laughs> It's yes. true, though. Sometimes you stack two rocks on top of each other, and paper just fucks <laughs> it up. But, <laughs> um, but uh, when I went to play, and I played Moon. What did, which version did you play? I played Sun. Okay, so yeah. um, I, I started playing Moon, and there were a lot of things that, for someone like me who doesn't have 20 years of history with the franchise, I found very helpful. One of the things that they changed is you don't have to memorize the typing chart now. It will, after you've encountered a Pokemon and fought it, uh, you'll have an idea which types of attacks are effective against that Pokemon. 
Yeah. Uh, and it will tell you in the, like when you have a Pokemon out to fight him, it'll say these are effective against this one. This one's not effective. Like, How basically, do you think don't that feature will be received? Do you f I think it's going to depend on the player. It might yeah. honestly be nice to have that as an optional feature that you could turn off. I don't think it's the case. But um, I feel <coughs> like Nintendo was preparing for this game to bring a lot of people back into Pokemon because they played Pokemon Go mm -hmm. and thought, that's right, I remember Pokemon. I played it once 20 years ago, whatever. Uh, I'm going to give it a go again. And so there are a lot of those kind of, honestly, kind of hand-holdy features. And, yeah. uh, and based on uh, early reviews, other people have noted that it's maybe a little bit too hand-holdy as well mm -hmm. for veteran Pokemon players. So I can see that being slightly irritating. That Thoughts? is kind of the thing where it's like if you've played every single one of them, you don't need any of that kind of stuff. But I feel like if you can turn it off in like link battles against other people, that would probably satiate kind of the hardcore people because then it's like, yeah, they can mess up by not knowing what type my Pokemon is when they're playing against an actual other human. Mm -hmm. So and that's like a big part of, I guess, competitive, just people being stupid and okay. not knowing what they're doing. <laughs> I rely on the stupidity of others to Dude, win my battles. It's a strategy. <laughs> it's not that I'm good. It's that you're yeah. ignorant. You use that really weird Pokemon that no one knows what it is. They're like, what type is that? Obscurion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I tend to look at the name and then go, it's like, and then and then and then guess on it. It's name and color. If you don't know what it is, you're like you're green. Your name's Leafo. You're probably water. Actually, you're grass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I I actually to um, I went back and started playing X after playing some Moon because I figured it would help me to get a better idea of what Sun and Moon had added that I thought was like friendlier that smoothed out the edges that I would notice as like holes in Pokemon X. One of the things that, uh, that Sun and Moon have added, and this is another hand-holdy feature, is kind of an objective marker. So where yeah. you go to advance the story, which, again, people find hand-holdy. To be fair, I get that criticism when, um, when Oblivion introduced objective markers for, for Elder Scrolls. I was like, huh, this is some noob shit right here. I remember back in my day with Morrowind and you just had to write down the name of that person in that town and hope like hell you could I mean, find you them and remember. I mean, you journal. Like, you could just open your journal and it's like, oh yeah, I talked to that guy and he was like, you should go see this person in that place. That being said, there was several times where you're like, oh, I wonder if that guy's still alive. I wonder where he lives. <laughs> Let me just wander around for an hour as he strolls about the town. Yeah. I don't think I could have played Morrowind. I get lost in Skyrim. Just like, oh, yeah, it's straight that way. I'm going to keep going straight that way. Oh, there's a mountain? Hmm. And six Morrowind, other things? Yeah. Morrowind right, was the kind of game where you legitimately needed the paper map that came with it. Mm -hmm. Because they'd say, go find this person in Ashfall. And Ashfall, you know, whatever the town was called, was the only town in the middle of this lava field that was Where the you know a 20 fall. minute run across right. yeah and AKA so you'd, you'd have to, to you'd <laughs> exactly. have to like find these like land features and be like all right i'm gonna go to the river and then i follow the river north and then i'll see this other thing and then it'll, we'll, we'll get there and, which is but cool you didn't kinda, have it was it, fun it's, it's a cool experience but yeah like i guess but when it, it is comes hardcore to gameplay, as yeah, well exactly. you're so, like I spent 30 minutes looking for this place. I got here, and the guy gave me, like, five gold. I hate this. I'm out, you know? <laughs> yeah, and they, um, that, that actually, when I went back to Pokemon X, kind of threw the, the helpful part of those objective markers into relief because I haven't played X since 2013. Mm -hmm. And I, I 
opened up and I was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and I was like, you know what would be really helpful? An objective marker. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you should just start over. Just go back to the beginning. Yeah, it's tempting. But then I'm like, there are already <laughs> enough hours in it and I have these Pokemon and it feels like a waste. Well, no, then you just wait for the remaster or the re-remaster or the double triple yeah, like HD the, the remaster. the second time they make the game yeah. and then it's like, oh yeah. Then you have a reason wait, to start you know, over. Wait for Pokemon XX. Because nothing transfers <laughs> because hey. through their back end. Yeah, I don't know. I think the ejecting markers are pretty good because I did kind of the same thing where uh, I played Omega Ruby and I played through the game back when I was like a kid when it was just Ruby. But um, I hadn't done like the new stuff that they released with that game. So when I didn't play for like six months, picked it back up and there's new stuff that I didn't play when I was a kid. Like, right, so where do I go? And, like, after about an hour, someone was like, go to the Moss Deep. I'm like, oh, okay. Where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I need you to really yeah, lay like, it out for can me. You just, can you point on this map where it might be? <laughs> if you could just maybe just, yeah, just draw yeah. an X. <laughs> I tell you what, Charizard's right here. Tell him where to fly to, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll get this sorted. I'll go in the ball. He'll go. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I think it also kind of ex- encourages exploration, too, because it's like, yeah, I have to be right there. I'm going to go everywhere else first. Right, because that's whenever yeah. I have an objective marker, that's the thing, is go everywhere else until there's nothing I can do but go to that objective marker. Yeah. And, like, there are a few moments where it's, like, very hard. Like, okay, we get you've explored the island. I hope you're having fun, but go right here. You, there's mm-hmm. nothing else to do. Just it's like, seriously, that. move on. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, all right, <laughs> your Pokemon are way stronger than they need to be right now. Just, just go. We don't want you to have too easy a time. Well, you know what's even better than objective markers, Matt? What, Ryan? Actually, time, time is exactly it. You have a oh nice watch God. there. Thank you. Uh, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Movement Watches. I absolutely love the watch they sent me, and Ashley, I know you love yours as well. Okay. Sleek, stylish. Ooh. We always get tons of compliments when we wear it out. Movement was started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. Uh, so they started their own watch company. The watches start at just $95. At a department store, you're looking at 400 to 500 bucks. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middlemen and, re- and end the retail markup, providing the best possible price. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movementwatches.com slash patch. That's movement, that's M-V-M-T, watches.com slash patch, and join the movement, just like Ashley and I. But not you, Matt. Okay. You're not cool enough yet. If, you, if you're lucky. Show up for a couple you, more patches and maybe you Sounds hang, good. Hang around with us. We'll set you right. Yeah, oh, sweet. <laughs> I don't know what time <laughs> it is and everything. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what's weird? I actually don't feel right with something on my wrist now. Really? Yeah. Without something on your wrist? Yeah, I always yeah. feel like something's missing if I don't have an actual watch on. Mm-hmm. I had that, like, when I was in uh, middle school. I used to always wear a watch and then finally I broke it. And I was just like, well, I'm never replacing that. But... It felt weird for like two months. <laughs> it's you know? gone forever. Yeah, exactly. It's gone for good, but <laughs> there are no more watches in the world for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, now know. there can be. That's true. Well, I, can, I, mean, I can have a stylish watch instead of my old like fifteen dollar waterproof watch that was you know was, crappy and made of plastic. No lie, I had a, a Casio uh, calculator watch in high school. All right, nice. you're cool. I think I've stepped up in the world a little bit. Yeah, and I'm not cool enough for a watch, right? <laughs> Look, okay. you know, you could do math on it. <laughs> You know, um, on the subject of time, yep. it's one of the things that separates the two Pokemon games Wait, what? this time around. So, Pokemon Sun and Moon, uh-huh. um, they take place 12 hours apart. What, huh? Yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. weird. Yeah. It's weird. And it was probably less weird for you than it was for me. 
But yes, which is yes and no. So um, I think Moon takes place twelve hours. At, it's like at in night. The future. It's like Basically, the thing okay. is they're swapped. Yeah. So um, like any sorts of like like cutscenes or events that take place during the day for Pokemon Sun take place at night for Pokemon Moon. But it's also swapped. So there are things that will take place at night for Sun that take place in the day for Moon. Yeah. Okay. But like, honestly, kind of a weird as far as gimmicks go. Yeah. But um, so it's Ashley, interesting. Yes. Did you play during the day? So it was nighttime for you? Um, like in the game? Yes. Okay. So it's it a little bit of both because I played, you know, sometimes during the day and sometimes at night. But I always found it weird um, because I'd be, like, in a lot of times we were, like, running around town and people are out doing stuff. And I'm like, it's the middle of the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why are all these shops open? See, that's my thing is, like, I only play at night pretty much. So it's always just night in my game. And oh, I, I, I is almost kind of tied think, to the human world. It's it's tied to your clock in the 3ds. Okay. So I I could do what I used to do, which is just set my clock back. So whenever I have mm -hmm. time to play, it's daytime. But like I kind of wanted to, since it was a new Pokemon, experience it in a way where it's like, yeah, I can just actually have the same time. I think it might have been better for me to play Moon though. Is really? That okay. Because I, I like I like the sunny stuff. You know? Yeah. Like, see, no, like that, all that bright makes sense. And, and vibrant. That makes sense. It's um. The weird thing for me at night was, like, my mom would be like, ah, sunset, all right, go do things. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, shouldn't you be telling me to, like, come in and eat dinner and go to bed because it's nighttime? Nah, no, 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 the sun's harsh. You really, <laughs> pale skin, it's a sign of beauty in so this there's, world. So there's, like, a, a kind of weird sort of cognitive dissonance there, I guess. You're stealing the children of sentient creatures. <laughs> Look. It's best work done in the dark. Semi-sentient, all right? They don't know everything. Well, did you see all the stuff he had in his bowl? I don't know. You can't have them both ways. That you is, have a living Pokedex is. now. That is true. So that, might be, that might be yeah, the biggest argument. Yeah, you got a Pokedex that's now a Pokemon. There's uh -huh. like a, a sort of like electric Pokemon. He's he's like a ghost that and can so haunt electronics. He, he basically, yeah, like yeah. he's basically haunting your Pokedex. And so he talks to you and gives you information and stores a bunch of details. Some, he can thought, talk? Yeah, somebody thought oh, it would be yeah. a great idea to put a speaker in there so he could speak. I don't think it's a super good idea, but, right. you know. Give me give me the lowdown here. Uh, so, Professor Oak. Uh, pre Professor Oak's cousin. No, no, pr but Professor Oak, like, well, okay. totally banging your mom, right? Well, well this, first of all, this oh, yeah, is Professor... Absolutely. Uh, yeah, for okay. sure. This is Professor Kukui, right? Yeah, Kukui is there, Kukui. and there's also... also banging your mom. She'd be lucky if he was, but... Right, dude, yeah. he's like... He's, he's ripped. He's fit. He's like, yeah. he's like surfer trainer, dude. Yeah, okay. he, he never wears a shirt, though. Ever. In never fact, they, like, his mm. colleagues make fun of him for it. They're like, well, I haven't found a shirt to match your uh, your uh, your lab coat, have you, huh? And he's just like... <laughs> Wait, so he's got a lab yes. coat on. Yeah, he's, he's got the lab coat, but just like, like all open. abs, like right here. And then like board shorts and, yeah. and, a, and a hat. Is it, I, is I like, it a, like a full-length lab coat? Or oh, yeah. Or is it just like a waisty? No, it's no, a full-length lab coat with like board shirt. shorts and flip-flops. And, you know, he's, he's a crazy dude. What yeah. can I say? And yeah. banging your mom. No, he's got a wife. He well, they, sure. they seem like family. I think Who they might be cousins. Wings with your mom? Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no like, I think I think Kukui. See, look at him. Oh, Does he look is. radical? Yeah, look at that guy. Uh, he's got the soul patch and everything. Yeah, and he's got <laughs> like he's got like his cool sunnies. Um, but I, I think he might be cousins with your mom. Yeah, I don't know because he he definitely like acts more like your family. Yeah, I think like he called. I think he calls that, you cousin. That could be like just the. But that just the might general, be general family. Yeah, a lowland way to do stuff where it's like oh hey cousin how are you right but like i'm pretty sure professor oak's cousin is actually his cousin because like there's okay. that like yeah. alolan professor oak 
in the game. <laughs> I do like that, like, even Professor Oak's He's got, got an Alolan form. <laughs> uh, so there's this one really cool moment in the game that I thought was a nice touch. Um, there, uh, as you know, Ryan, there are Alolan forms for the first-gen Pokemon. I'm so familiar with this. Yes, please yes. continue. So uh, it's kind of, it's, a neat touch for um, for doing it for the first gen Pokemon in particular. Again, I feel like a lot of it was done with Pokemon Go players in yeah. mind uh, because that game at least familiarized a lot of people with what those first gen Pokemon were. They recognize them. They like they understand like who and what they are. And so then they go into this game and they're like, oh, but they're a little bit different now. They're like a different color or just like you know the the Rattata instead of being purple is like gray and it's got kind of like a little little mustachey These things going like on mustache thing and then it turns into faticate or right whatever. Yeah. um so it's like they you can appreciate the difference if it you just into body shaming no it's like a like no, it's, normal radicate but it's, it's like, just like a rat this one just looks like a puffball yeah it's a really big fat rat he's, i guess he's, there's more trash for cute, it to eat or something. yeah, yeah it, it looks nice um but you can appreciate the, that difference because you now have a grounding in what those Pokemon would look like otherwise. Mm -hmm. But there's this one moment where, um, and I think this is pretty early on in the game, um, I was going through an area and I met a tourist. And oh, yeah. um, so I went to battle this tourist and they threw out their Rattata. It wasn't, it wasn't Alolan because they're not from there. Their Rattata wasn't an Alolan Rattata. And so you beat that thing up and sent it back where it came from, right? <laughs> look, it's a cool touch. So this is, yeah, see, this is the, look, there's there the, um, that's the traditional Raticate on the left. Uh, and that's the sun and moon, yeah. Alola form uh, Raticate on, on the right. His cheeks are just so big. You know what he looks like? He just looks like a particularly productive chipmunk. It's true. He's it's, had a really successful day. It's like when you look at him, it's like normal Raticate had like the, the ample space between his jowls for his teeth, but like Faticate's jaws are trying to eat his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like, get him. Uh, yeah, I, I liked that. I just thought that was a neat little, almost a nod, yeah. because the second I saw that Rattata come out, I was like, what? I, had to, that's, I was like, that's not a Lolan. And I then I was like, oh, it's a, a tourist. Yeah. Wait, the tourists came to battle people on vacation? No, well, well, you no, know, you... they're here, so they may as well. Yeah. Uh, and they brought right. their Rattata from, from, you know, Kanto Dude, or wherever no, they came that's from. that's great. Yeah, I love going to Hawaii and just punching everything I see. <laughs> well, if you brought, like, your cat or dog, yes, you have them punch. Oh, I should yes. take my cat or exactly. dog and enter them into a fighting ring. Yes, absolutely. Okay. No, I got it. No. <laughs> Which is fine That's what I do on vacation, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real hard to sell this game is, is when... Pro Pokemon. So, An ethical standpoint, maybe. Okay. <laughs> but just maybe. They seem to enjoy it. All right. Well, For hey, the most part. As long part. as that's what their thing. You they, two love just I killing mean, whatever. You found them in the wild, captured them, brainwashed them, forced them to live in a box or a. You don't ball. always brainwash them. Oh. Uh, hold on. Agree. Hold on. I think we have a present for Matt already. Uh -oh. Do what? Hey, do we have this coming in? What's up? I, it's someone, uh, I just got a message that we have a watch for you. Oh, sweet. I'm cool. That's how so. quick it is. <laughs> Um, someone awesome. might bring it over, or you can have it after. But see, that's what you get for hanging oh, out with us. Thank you. I'm so glad I showed up today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Ryan, what? So you're not into Pokemon at all? Well, I just honestly, I've never played one, and I don't have the hardware to to play it. So uh, we have a 3ds in the office. What? You could do it today. I, I'm not going to come to work and just. Play I didn't Pokemon. say you should. I just said all right. You there we go. <laughs> So just like I'm just I'm curious because is it did you feel like you missed it and so it's like you know not interested at all does it seem like it's oversimplistic or do you just not like that type of 
RPG. I like RPGs, but at this point, I just have there's too many other games to play for me to to stop and go back to a game that has that much history. Uh, when it's that far into the lore of a universe, it's real hard to enter as a new player. Um, and I mean, it looks interesting, but not so compellingly interesting that it can pull me away from the all the other games that I still want to play. That's probably fair. I've had a lot of trouble now because like there's so many games that came out last yeah. week where it's like, yeah, uh, these games are great and all, but I have Pokemon early, so yeah. I'm going to be doing that. But it's, like, I, it's tough to, to do that. I get what you're saying with that. Right, what, right now I'm working through Civilization, Dishonored, Skyrim. Uh, gosh, what else? Is, this um, you, been so you've been things. playing Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2. Um, Watch Dogs 2 just came out. <laughs> Which I haven't even played yet, but I will yeah. be playing soon. Um, yeah, there's a lot to You know, I wonder if... Um, I mean, we, we obviously know that it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a Pokemon game of some kind on Switch because the Pokemon company CEO said that they were working on a Switch yep. game. And I'm wondering if it's going to be a, um, if it's going to be Sun and Moon port or if I it's going to be like, not. you know, Eclipse or Star or if they're going to, they, and I know they haven't done a third one for a while. They've kind of gotten away from that, but maybe they'll do a third version that's I mean, a you- Switch exclusive. You the, gotta I, hope oh, that, that they would seem... come up with something new for a I, console I too, launch. Yeah. I mean, you say that, but most of the games that Switch is launching with are, are Wii U remasters, which uh-huh. is, if you ask me, kind of a questionable strategy because those games clearly weren't enough to sell the Wii U. That's a great point. Um, you know, it's Splatoon like there's was a good it was point it was for almost it, enough. Yeah, but um, I, I can see how it not completely like as far as to get a lot of people hooked in. It yeah. got a decent amount, but not. A huge number, like I think they're looking for a switch. Yeah, and now that they're um, the uh, Zelda is delayed out of March. That's weird. Uh, it looks like that's not going to yeah. launch with either, probably. I mean, what could be a argument in favor of that though is because they didn't move that many. Oh, I see a watch. Hey. Uh, because oh. they didn't move nearly yeah. as many of. Uh, She's dangling it. Oh, there it is, off screen. She suddenly, could... hey, they're going to get the tags off for you. Nice. Thank you. Because they didn't move so many of the last gen console for Nintendo. Uh, porting a lot of those games up to the next system may help them move systems to the people that didn't upgrade in the last cycle. Hey. Hey, oh my god, you got oh, one of the nice that's ones? That's awesome. Look at that. Yeah. Ooh. So cool. It's the cousin of mine. What does yours look like? It's the same oh, face the style, face but a different colors. That's awesome. I'm gonna put this on right now. I don't know what time it is. Um, Trust me, you'll find it. it it's, it's strange how quickly you just, stop using your phone to check time. Really? Then you can just like glance and you're like, ah. Um, I was showing Meek and she was like, it doesn't have the numbers on it. How would I know what time it is? And I was like, trust me, you get it real quick. You just count every time. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, You're looking good. That's awesome. I like that. But I mean, uh, that's, it's a good way to sell systems to people like, uh, save me, for example, though I probably won't be going for the Switch, but um, I might have seen a bunch of games come out on the last platform that I would have liked to play, but never enough to really get me to commit to buying that platform. Uh, and now that they're moving things forward to a new platform, maybe then I could be convinced to buy it and get not just new games, but the ones that I wanted to play on the previous system that I didn't buy. Yeah, that's I fair mean, enough. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, well, they're also supposed to be launching with like a brand new Mario game, right? Theoretically. So oh, that's okay. that's the report at the moment. It's mm-hmm. Nintendo hasn't even officially announced this Mario game, but Mario is the character they got on a lot of the marketing materials that were leaked out. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna drop 
Legend of Zelda back, it makes sense to bring Mario forward. Um, it's kind of so a, it seems like they need a they definitely need a temple to launch it with. Yeah, it is kind of a weird like strategy, I guess, because they spent so long talking about like Zelda and you know how big the scope of this new Zelda game is. And then it's just like, yeah, but Mario, right? <laughs> you like him? He he's got that red hat. You you love it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if you look at the characters from a sheer recognizability standpoint, yeah. Mario definitely takes the cake with it mainstream gamers. But I also don't think that those are like those mainstream, not even like not even mainstream gamers, but like mainstream consumers, the the non gamers who sometimes play games. Yeah. Uh, they would recognize Mario over Link, and they might even call Link Zelda. Who knows? But um, probably. So he's got more it recognition almost, for the brand, at least. Yeah. Right. So it almost for me would have made sense to hold Mario back a little bit and put out that game in, say, August, and mm. launch with Legend of Zelda for the more hardcore crowd that's going to pre-order the hardware out, and then get Mario and get that excitement among mainstream consumers going into next holiday. Uh, with most other consoles, I'd be a little concerned, too, that they would uh, try and push the game out a little bit faster. Obviously, they looked at the two games, or their two big titles, Mario and Zelda, and went, all right, well, this one's not going to be ready. Let's get this one ready to go with the launch and put a lot of pressure on that team to, to drop a game. But typically, Nintendo stuff doesn't have nearly the launch day issues, at least in my yeah, memory, they, that not normally, most no. of the other console developers have these days yeah i think uh if i recall the wii u launch uh that day it was slow downloading the mandatory system update yeah yeah that was like basically it which and to be fair like nintendo really didn't have updates until the wii u really yeah it's like i can't really remember updating a wii game so that might just be the solution you make better games when you can't mess up there's well, no way to fix it <laughs> it's true though nintendo does uh tend to stray towards the less complex engine that might uh, be yeah for their they games kind of, they nail their engine down and just stick with it for mm -hmm. the remainder of it so they don't yeah. try to mess up the formula at any point yeah we'll see i am curious if they'll try and bring the current generation of pokemon to switch largely because um you know the some of those data mines showed that like the the character models are way more detailed than they need to be for 3ds hmm. like he like just you know, magnitudes. And that may be because they're future-proofing. Um, you know, maybe these Pokemon, they just uh, don't want to have to redo for a later game, so they're they're overdoing it and then pulling back. Um, or maybe they're just prepping for a version for Switch because Switch is supposed to be handheld, like, on the go as well. The big question with that is, like, if you're going to port a 3DS game to that, there's no second screen, right? So there's no right. way to, like, touch the Rotom guy, poke him in the eye, and aggravate him the whole time. Yeah, I feel like you, they'd, they'd have to do something. It might just be an icon, like a baby <laughs> icon be. in the corner or something, that then you poke that and it switches into that mode. I mean, it'd be a real missed it, it opportunity, It does kind of pause though. the game. Like, they, yeah. they really need to, if they're going to port that game to Switch, they need to find some way to give it a hook into the Switch system uh, that makes... Yeah, I mean, if you're releasing a console, you want a, a flagship title that's going to say... This is what exactly. this console can do that the other console couldn't do. Well, think of this. There hasn't been a core Pokemon title on a home console. <laughs> that, that's true. Here you go. Nintendo Switch. We finally gave you Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be enough in, for a lot I'm of in. people, though. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, myself I, included. The, one of the things that actually annoys me about Pokemon Moon is that, um, so it has, first of all, it has cutscenes. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting development. Kind of cool. But, uh, I'm starting to notice 
how like the low resolution of the 3ds screen mm. and there are a lot of games that i've been able to ignore that and forgive it but for whatever reason in this game and in the cutscenes in particular i've noticed that a lot more and thought all oh, this would be great if only just like yeah. you can see the pixelation of well, the screen or it's just the, a low dpi it's or um, PPI. it's it's largely like pixelation of stuff on the screen it's just um like it's displayed and it's kind of like blockier than it seems like it ought to be a lot of it for me is like they'll zoom in on your character mm -hmm. and like specifically my guy's eyes are just like kind of circular but the black outlines are all squares for me i'm like yeah that that could probably be a little bit better but it's also you know the thing renders in like 240p yeah it's um well it's yeah, not it's, quite 240p it's weird i want to say it's like it's a 240 weird, by 800 yeah. something it's like a really um, weird resolution but that's another but, weird thing about sun and moon is it's 3ds exclusive there's no 3d there is what? Uh, there's 3D in the Pokemon Finder thing that's like Pokemon Snap. I only knew it because I put my 3DS in my pocket, like I often do, and then I went to take a picture of a Pokemon later, and I just was like, whoa, what the fuck is happening? Oh, the Switch has gone all the way up to 3D. Didn't know for like an hour. I mean, to be fair, I tend to leave 3D off on I do too, 3DS anyway. I, I usually, like, I'll put a game in, I'll turn it all the way up, and I'll go, and then turn it yeah, off and exactly. never think about it again. Well, that's still a thing yeah. that I don't use. The, right. Well, Pokemon, <laughs> I think it was X, they didn't have 3D for the most of the game either. Okay. Yeah, it's like basically the battles might have been in 3D and nothing else. So, so well, we've kind of talked around it for a while, but we've got only a couple minutes left before I have to sprint over to the stream thing. Do you guys like it? I actually do. Yeah. I, I love it. Like, I've been okay. a big Pokemon fan since I was like, I think, eight. So, you know, it's it really hits, like, a lot of the points. And they also do spend a ton of time being like, hey, you remember old Pokemon games? Remember that one? That's a good one, right? You like remember, it? Yeah. Remember when Pokemon used to live free? Remember? <laughs> no, they don't. That doesn't Wild happen. Wild Pokemon always attacking you, man. That's true. Right, so um, they're vicious when they're they're loose. Okay. Well, maybe it's better if we domesticate them. Then. You know, yeah, you might be right. We might brainwash them now that I think about it. They do attack <laughs> you immediately. Um. Yeah, I, I am enjoying it. Um, I don't feel like it's a game I'm going to play to a completionist level. I don't think I'm going to get every Pokemon in the Pokedex. Um, no. There's something like 800 Pokemon total in that Pokedex. Just and don't I have just, the commitment, huh? No, oh. I, no you're, you're right. I absolutely do not. Well, that's but, I've got like a starting base already, so it's really <laughs> only like 80 Pokemon in the Pokedex for me. All right. Yeah. Wait, so you can pull them over from previous games? or It looks like uh, January you'll be able to start pulling them up. From oh. uh, your previous games. Yeah, because Pokemon Bank. Um, you should have done your homework. That's what well, I'm <laughs> I'm just hoping that none of the pirates were hoping to <laughs> do that because yeah. now they're like, that means their previous games are locked down as well oh, and they won't oh, be able man. to move their Pokemon into and out of Pokemon Bank. So I wonder if there's like a. That's like, it's kind of funny. Is actually. there a forgiveness right they can undertake? Like you have to climb the mountain <laughs> next to Nintendo's home office and. Bow before the great Mario statue. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, there's people in Nintendo, like, we have all your Pokemon held ransom. <laughs> you will stop pirating. Apologize. Like, yeah. prove, prove that you bought it. We need the receipt, <laughs> and you can have your Pokemon. <laughs> I've always kind of wondered, what, I mean, that seems like kind of a, a, a gray area, which I'm sure it is absolutely not, but uh, in my mind, it's it sort of equates to, if I download a game that I own a license to, technically I've still pirated the software, but I also have a license. Right. So I'm not playing without a license. I'm just playing unlicensed software. That was like a big argument with emulators, right? Where it was like, also in, I in, bought 
Super Mario World 30 years ago, yeah, I totally can download it today. It's the same argument they have with uh, years any sort of DRM bypass. Because, yeah. I mean, it's the, especially uh, back in the day of playing games off CDs, there would be CD cracks. Just because the game fully installs to your computer, or mm -hmm. several times that was an option, but you'd have to have the CD in, in order to play it. Uh, much like putting discs and drives on consoles now. And, you know, on PC, people get sick of that. It's like, I don't want to yeah. do that. You're not using the CD for anything. You've just downloaded a hacked executable, and now you don't need the CD anymore. But technically, I don't think that was legal. Yeah, I don't think it was, but it's one of those sort of like, what? how many somersaults do do you have to go through? Like, yeah. logically, to go from, to, to make it okay. Yeah. All right, and how much do they really want to, prosecute someone that can prove they own the game yeah like i did give you money thing. but they don't know that until they they bring suit against you yeah so. unfortunately i think those people are mostly out of luck yeah, I'm, I'm i mean some people have actually now threatened lawsuits against nintendo for breaking oh, their no. stuff what and i'm nintendo like nintendo do please please pursue it <laughs> yeah it'd be um, interesting to see how far it got and then there's just like a guy that walks in the courtroom they stole from us and it's like open and shut case it's all like, right well these there are you the go. terms of service they they he agreed just, to he slapped they in front of the judge and the judge is like i'm gonna allow this <laughs> it's like i'm totally fine with it that's <laughs> justice all right so final thoughts are you buy it you buy it yes absolutely yeah, i like it all right well there you go like it you know if, if you don't like pokemon i don't think this is going to single-handedly change your mind yeah. but if you're open to it or interested or if like you got back into it because of pokemon go i think it's worth it yeah it changes a lot about the formula and makes it feel fresh and kind of a new pokemon experience it for... is it is friendly if you don't yeah. feel like a veteran that's true they're, they're very hand-holding and also they give you a thing right away to like level all your pokemon up at the same time pretty yeah much, so. and uh, and to address um you know you were saying like there's it's such an established world at this point it's kind of a standalone story okay. that's true so, so like if you, you know nothing about it, then you yeah. still find it playable. There are a ton of references to others, but none of them are, like, important. It's just, like, if you got the reference, you're like, oh, sweet. But if you didn't, you're like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Right. That's that's fine. I'll drink this lemonade now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, the yeah. lemonade's a reference? Some of it is. Okay, actually. well, I drank lemonade without without getting the reference, and I, Some I survived. Is Some a of the lemonade yeah. is a Some reference. Of then let us leave you with that thought. Some, <laughs> some of, of the, the lemonade, lemonade just is some. a reference. Just some. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Stay tuned for the after show if you're, or come join us for the after show if you're a first member.